It's been said, you can't get good bagels outside of New York. But today on CityCast Las Vegas, we're going to prove that old adage wrong. The team bought bagels from four spots in town, and in a head-to-head taste test, we determined the tastiest bagels in the Las Vegas Valley. And hey, if you want to support this kind of deep-dive investigative research, become a founding member of CityCast Las Vegas. For the price of a bagel with locks, you can help us continue making these daily episodes and newsletters. If you decide to try out one of these bagel places based on our review, why not also consider becoming a founding member? Go to lasvegas.citycast.fm and join today. It's Thursday, February 29th. I'm Sarah Lohman, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Sonia Cho Swanson and David Figler. Hello. Hey, hey. Hello, hello. We had a very carbo-loaded uh, breakfast <laughs> a couple days ago. So many bagels. For research, you know. Oh, yeah. And um, I mean, I would like to start by just talking about like what we're looking for in our ideal bagel. Because as I mentioned every episode, I lived in New York City a long time. David, you're Jewish. This is the bread of your people. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sonia, I think you just have good taste, honestly. Thank you. Thank you. So for each of us, like, David, what's your ideal bagel? So I'm one of those people who says, yeah, you really can't do better than New York for bagels. Oh, no. And I don't know if it's psychological, physiological, scientific with the water or whatever, but there's just nothing that beats a New York bagel. And I'm going to say second place, a Chicago or an L.A. bagel. And then we come to the Vegas bagels. So Come on, you're telling us that we've lost already? I think it's the competition. There's just so many good bagel shops there. You can't survive unless you make something extraordinary out there, you know? True. But there are people doing good work here in Las Vegas. And uh, to answer your question, Sarah, I like it to be a little crispy but not burnt. Uh, I like a little color on the bottom side. And also, I I need there to be some chewiness, but it can't be too dense. It can't be too airy. it has to be really Goldilocks for me. Yeah. That's the bagel I'm looking for. It's so specific. Sonia, what do you look for? Oh, man, for me, it's all about the texture. Because I think yeah. that was what was revelatory for me going to New York. And the difference between like a Safeway grocery store bagel and yes. a New York deli bagel is all about the texture. It's the density. It's the chew. It's the pull. Like, yeah. I think there's mm-hmm. an old um, Eastern European saying that something like, you know, teeth were meant to be used and like that that chewy textures like are really generally more appreciated in other parts of the world. I feel like the yeah. U.S. has a kind of a bias against chewy textures. But I love, I love when you chew to a bagel, just kind of got to tug a little bit, you know? That's my favorite. Yeah. Bagels are the only breads <laughs> that I will allow to scratch the roof of my mouth. I'm not here for your scratchy sourdough or your firm baguette, but like I will eat a bagel and have a little bit of like a raw Captain Crunch hop on my mouth and be okay. happy about it. I mean, yeah, the yeah, texture yeah. is so key. And I feel like the texture is an insight to if they're doing it right or not, because I think famously bagels, uh, well, people may or may not know they're boiled first and then they're mm. baked. And some mm. bagels are even treated with like a, a very dilute lye solution 
solution. Soft pretzels are the <laughs> same. Nobody and ramen is the same too. What ramen does the noodles. lie do? You know, nobody's quite sure, but it huh. gives like tradition. Breads. Tradition, <laughs> but like you know, it's these three different, pretty vastly different cultures, and it seems to give uh, bread this like slightly chewy quality and the slightly huh. nutty quality in the crust. Because no um, like a ramen noodle kind of has that chew to it too, and uh-huh. then of course the boiling plus the baking also really creates this really unique crust that isn't quite crispy, but it's not soft right. either, right? Yeah, so yeah, So yeah. I don't want to see a bagel that's like too fluffy, too airy. It shouldn't right. be like regular bread. It should have this density. It should have shine. It should have a firmness to the crust. And I have to say in this taste test, it really got me thinking about flavor too, yes, which I'd not I was going to say, don't so leave hard. out the flavor, Sarah, mm-hmm. because that's really what distinguished a lot of the bagels that we tried. And the flavor mm-hmm. of the bread itself, not mm-hmm. necessarily the inclusion of toppings. Yes. Um, because we did a plain tasting, we did an everything tasting, and then we got some some funs in there, and we also sampled the Philly cream cheeses. So we recently had an in-person workday. I know, Ooh. I'm sure it sounds to everybody like we're face-to-face all the time, but we actually work remote. So we got together, and as we headed into our central location, we all stopped at like our neighborhood champion, our mm-hmm. nominees for the best bagels in Las Vegas. So let's talk a little bit about each of these places, yeah? Sonia, who did you bring to the table? Uh, so out in my corner of Summerlin, there is a long beloved place called the Bagel Cafe. And mm-hmm. that was started in 1996. I think they're having their 28th anniversary this April. Mm. And it was started by Savas and Sherry Andrews, who moved here from Long Island. They did not find the bagels that they loved from New York. And so they started their own spot. It's still family owned and operated. And according to Neon Feast, their hand sliced smoked fish is flown in weekly from New York. Oh, they've got 21 varieties of bagels. Uh, and I have a full on like bakery and deli counter. I think also, unlike most other bagel shops that I'm aware of in the Las Vegas Valley, they've got like a full service sit down restaurant as well. So when you walk in, it's got like subway tiles on the walls. It's actually really cute. They have the word North Buffalo or Buffalo Drive, which they're located on Buffalo and Vegas Drive. Uh it, like in the wall on tile to look like a subway stop. You know how oh. the subway stop yeah, names are tiled into the wall? Yeah, it's super cute. And insider tip, uh, when I was about to order the Nova platter, Nova is the more smoked version of Lox. Mm-hmm. People are familiar with Lox. The guy at the deli counter said, you know, if you're taking it out to go anyhow, it's going to be a little cheaper if you just order it by the pound and mm. uh, get the, you know, veggies in the pa- by the pound and the, and the Nova by the pound instead of ordering like the kind of ready-made platter to go. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So insider tip, if you're eating in, sure, order the, the pretty, you know, whatever fancy dressed up platter. But if you're taking it to go, just get the deli counter version by the, by the pound. Or if you're feeling a little lazy, still order the <laughs> yes. platter and have someone else make it pretty for you. Exactly. David, about the Bagel Cafe, I actually hear that it has been enshrined in Vegas literary history. Is that true? Oh, yeah. So the author, Todd Goldberg, who has spent significant amount of time here and has a whole series of Jewish gangster novels that are set in the Valley. He has pivotal scenes throughout the series uh, that Vegas locals will recognize. None more maybe notorious than the Bagel Cafe. (laughs) I love it. All right. So Bagel Cafe. David, who's your fighter? Uh, So from my neighborhood, actually downtown, downtown adjacent, uh-huh. Uh, I cruised over to Rancho Charleston, uh, and tucked away in there is New York Bagel Inn Bakery, mm. the letter N. <laughs> uh, so this is a place that I go 
all the time. So I am no stranger to the cute little eatery. Just a few tables inside, but in a beautiful counter, and they have all the freshly made bagels. They change out the types of bagels they do, but you can usually get the standards that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. They do poppy seed, really nice looking ones, um, salt and garlic and everything. And uh, they even have one, they have some uh, sweet ones. There's the cinnamon raisin, which is pretty standard, but they also do like a French toast Mm. one. Mm. Uh, And it was really nice. So when they gave it to me, they put the French toast in a separate bag because they're like, this one, you don't want to taint. Well, not taint. I guess that's, you don't want them to cross pollinate. Yeah, totally. That's that's a great idea. You want your savory to be savory and your sweet to be sweet. So they, they isolated the sweetness of the delicious French toast bagel. Uh, It is also family-owned, and a lot of people don't know this. And there are some hints inside there. Like, you could see some paraphernalia. It's the Montesano family. And people who have lived in the Valley a long time are probably familiar with that name because they owned and operated a very well-received Italian deli in Las Mm. Vegas, actually at a bunch of different locations, uh, starting in 1992. Now, they moved to the Valley in 1984 from New York, and they opened up this like really storied Italian deli that had the counters and the whole thing. I mean, it was great. It was the brothers ran it. They had one on Sahara, one on Fort Apache, Craig Road, Eastern. There's even one over on Industrial. Um, sadly, one of the brothers got sick, and mm. so they wound up shutting it down in 2017 to the sadness of a lot in the community. But that same year, they decided, well, Steve, the, the brother decided to open up a bakery and do it, you know, sort of like a Jewish bakery through Italian lens. Mm. That's how I describe it to people. And so they have really nice York. mile high sandwiches and the whole thing. But it, it's really a fun experience going in there. Great interaction with Steve Montesano. Almost every time I go in there, he's got a great crew. They whip up stuff really fast. It's always crowded. Get there by two, you know, and uh, you're in great shape. So I pulled my bagels from New York Bagel and Bakery. In Bakery. In Bakery. In Bakery. All right. Well, coming from Henderson, as I am, I, of course, stopped by Weiss Deli. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> Weiss Deli has, it, okay, it's in the plaza next to Desert Art Supplies, the Trader Joe's and the Mothership Coffee. So really, it's a very key corner of Henderson with all those businesses there. It's been around under the name Weiss since 2006. Before that, it was Samuel's Deli. The original owner, who is, I mean, he's just known as Samueli, the pronunciation of his name, Mm -hmm. um, basically passed through many, many families until it ended up in the hands of Michael Weiss, the current owner. So kind of like yours, Sonia, it's both a bakery and a cafe. So if you go through the door on the right, you go into the deli. It's a very no-frills, basic, good vibes diner deli. You can get like your normal like diner breakfast classics there. You can also get, well, I got matzo ball soup and potato laka last time I was in there. And you, of course, will get your like big stacks of corned beef in there too. So key items for when you need to like dip back into some tasty Ashkenazic foods. But the bakery's through the left door, so you don't have to wait in the in the diner line to get there. You go on the left side, all the bagels are right there. 
I got plain. They said their other bestseller was Sesame. But then as I was talking to the staff behind the counter more, they said that their favorite were the egg bagels. So I wish I'd gotten those. It was too late. Mm. And then, of course, the everything bagels. Um, Everything, 99.5% of their offerings are all made in-house. They've got like one random cookie that comes from New Jersey. But their hamatashen, the rugelach, uh, black and white cookies, their challah looked amazing. I've not had it yet. And they say that their cheese Danish is a big seller as well. And the tip for them is that since these are like fresh made authentic bagels, they do go bad pretty fast. So bad is when they get like stale and hard. So they say only buy as much as you're going to eat within two days. But then after that point, if they're a little on the stale side, you can always make some bagel bread pudding. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Now, we had decided on three, but Sonia, you brought a dark horse to the table. (laughs) You gave us a fourth one. What's the deal with this fourth place that showed up? You know, so it was like kind of sort of on my way. And I was like, we've got a rep from Henderson. We've got a rep from downtown. we got a rep from Summerlin. And I saw that there's a new bagel shop that opened up in the Southwest Valley where there's like a ton of new food things happening. And so I was just mm. really curious. Um, it's called Abel's Bagels. And it opened in 2022. Pretty new. Mm-hmm. And they new have an kid imp- on the block. The new kid on the block. Um, and when you walk in, it's just like a very typical cafe. Like they've got a large like counter, mm-hmm. a few cute little cafe seats. In fact, I feel like if anything, it's more of a bagel cafe than the actual bagel cafe is. Like the bagel cafe is a restaurant and Abel's Bagels is actually a cafe because, you know, they have things like juices and smoothies and acai bowls. You're not going to really get like latkes and, and deli meats here. They did have an impressive variety of whole wheat offerings beyond oh. just the regular whole wheat bagel. They've got a whole wheat everything, a whole wheat poppy and a whole wheat sesame. Um, the other thing that I thought was kind of impressive to me is they had their bags of flour from Central Milling, which is sort of a relatively local flour purveyor out of northern Utah. So they're actually using flour from the southwest. And then also it's just like really cozy inside. Okay. So, should we discuss winners? Should we start? Okay, we did plain everything, cream cheese. We could even do an an ultimate winner. Um, David, who was your best plain bagel and why? So, the plain bagel competition for me was pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Um, the we we did a one to ten ranking. Um, we used some categories. Do you remember Texture, the categories? Mm-hmm. Taste, uh, appearance. And then and overall was, experience. Yeah. yeah. Is it tra- does it feel traditional? Right. Mm-hmm. My 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 champion, New York Bagel and Bakery, came in second. Um, it was just a solid choice. It was very familiar. It's what I'm used to. And so um, I was a little surprised that it was slightly edged out um, and mostly because of, uh, I think, overall appearance and stuff by Weiss's Deli. Mm. Yeah, so Weiss's was my number one plain bagel. Same here. That was Same my number here. one plain as well. Although mm-hmm. mine actually tied with an 8.25 out of 10 with Bagel Cafe. So I don't know where that overlap is. But yeah, Weiss's definitely, um, you know, it was like chewy, yet a little crispy on the outside. Mm-hmm. Like the texture on it was really, really just perfect. But for yep. me, the, the flavor on the Bagel Cafe one, it tasted almost like an egg bagel. It was really flavorful mm-hmm. and chewy and it was nice and big and had a big hole in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of all of all the numbers I gave Bagel Cafe, flavor was its top number, but it just didn't, didn't compare yeah. to the others. Yeah. yeah. That was my favorite plane as well. I really appreciated that it had this nice cornmeal base to it. Mm-hmm. I also kind of liked that it was a little small. Like I Weiss's think some bagels. Is your favorite plane. 
Yeah, that, yeah. The, you know, Weiss was my favorite. Um, the size was actually just right. Like some bagels, mm-hmm. I feel like we've been getting bagel inflation and we've been yeah. getting bigger and bigger bagels and they're just like the size of your face. And I'm just like, I don't need, I mean, I love carbs, but I just want a little variety. I want to have a little yeah. sesame and a little everything and then whatever. So um, that was great. Oh, the texture was just Perfect. perfect. It was Perfect. so, so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we seem pretty in agreement that Weiss's was an excellent plain, but I do feel like things shifted when we talked about the everything bagel. Yeah, it kind of went to our unique and individual taste because I think we're all over the place on this really? one. Really? Yeah. David, mm-hmm. what was yours? It was New York Bagel and Bakery by a landslide. Wow. I really hit that flavor. I felt everything went, they elevated the really good plain bagel that they do there to the next level with their everything. I love the placement, the 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 amount of seasoning that was on there, how well it stayed on there for me, how how well it paired with the 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 base of the plain bagel. So yeah, they they were my top one. Abel bagel came in two for me, uh, second by mm-hmm. a, a, a distance. Then Weiss's popped up. I felt like it wasn't as good as that plain bagel. I was so disappointed because I loved that plain bagel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once again, Bagel Cafe bringing up my rear. Really? So, Sonia, I think you'll agree that it was really interesting to see four everything bagel side by side because I had no idea there was so much variation in everything so bagel different. seasoning. They clearly oh, yeah. weren't using either the same seasoning from the same producer. It looked like they were mixing them, you know, by hand. So and to me, different. the biggest difference was like the if there were like big slices of dehydrated garlic and onion in it or not. Mm-hmm, Did you have a mm-hmm. favorite favorite out of these four? Yeah, for me, honestly, it went to Weiss again. It went to Weiss uh, for a couple of reasons. One is that for me, a burnt onion was going to immediately disqualify that bagel for sure. me mm-hmm. because that that smell and that taste is just like overpowering. It's acrid to me. And I just really don't like, I mean, I, I love onion and garlic, but when it gets yep. to that burnt state, it just, it just overpowers it's everything. It's super yeah. bitter and it just overpowers everything. And so to me, the New York Bagel and Bakery and Abel's Bagels both had burnt onion in their, in their mm. seasoning. Bagel Cafe, I felt like, was a runner-up for me on the everything, um, but I just didn't have enough everything bagel seasoning on it. Um, and so Weiss, to me, had lots of poppy seed, unburnt garlic, unburnt onion, and then on top of it, it was back down to that texture, which for me is king. Texture is king, texture and, is and king. Weiss has it down. I mean, speaking of texture, though, I gave... Bagel Cafe, an impressive 9 out of 10 in my ranking. I mean, it had these nice big onion pieces. It was just the right amount of flavorful. Like, seriously, I'm shocked at you, Figler, because to me, Bagel Cafe, it it really feels like I've discovered my ideal bagel in the valley. And now I have a go-to for when I'm I'm missing my, I don't even think it's my second home, my third home of New York City. I've got somewhere to go to experience that. Well, I like the schmooziness of the place. I don't like the wait sometimes. Mm. Oh, it's super crowded. Yeah, and and I've met more than my fair share of friends over there, especially people who live on the west side. It's just, uh, it 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 falls way short for me. Well, oh, and I that's think just it's my perfect. taste. It's perfection, <laughs> absolute perfection. And then speaking of, if we kind of look at our scores for, um, I mean, this is not going to surprise you. I looked at their sour cream and I gave them an eight out of a ten. It was like. Just their cream thick, cheese? I want like a sick, a, a sick, I want a sick ass cream cheese. I want a thick, sour, like cultured cream cheese. And I, I mean, they didn't quite like hit as good as Russ's daughters with me for the cream cheese, but they still scored really high. Like, 
Bagel Cafe, you are my dream. You're Aww. heaven on earth. <laughs> well, Sarah, come out to my side of town and we'll have a Bagel Cafe date. Yes, I would love that. We'll have to fight all the Sun City Jewish grandmas for parking, though, just so you know. Uh, let's just get takeout and go to a park. Okay. Figler, what was your like all all over favorite, would you say? Weiss's? No, nope. New York Bagel and Bakery just squeaked by by a poppy seed. Mm, all right. I mean, my hands down favorite, as I've already effused, is Bagel Cafe. I'm just absolutely delighted by everything that they offered us that day. And Sonia, what was your overall? I got to go with Weiss. Weiss won my, my plain bagel category and my everything bagel category. So clearly now I have to like make the trek to Henderson to my deep regret. We'll have a bagel date. We'll we'll take them, we'll grab them, and then we'll uh, go to the wash and we'll do some bird watching. I oh, know where I love that. There's a secret table and chairs next to a, a bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a secret spot, Sonia. It's pretty cool. I just want to give a little bit of love to Abel's Bagels because our new newsletter editor, Rob Catchell-Reese, actually says that that is his favorite of the four. I found them a little large and a little airy for my taste, but, you know, he actually said it's his favorite. So, you know, to each their own. So there you have it. Like, we couldn't decide on one best bagel. I guess it really is about your taste. But, of course, my taste is the co- most correct and right taste. So <laughs> go to Bagel Cafe, right? Well, go to I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining me on this carb-filled adventure. I wonder what our next one should be. Oh, my goodness. More carbs. I don't know yet. French fries? Oh. We haven't done ice cream. Ooh. Oh. All right. Well, I guess that's something we can also throw to you, audience. You, our phone number and our emails in the show notes. If there is a like a throwdown you'd like to see to get some tips, let us know. So thanks, Sonia and David. Thanks so much. Uh, I'll gather for lunch with y'all anytime. for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care! Do we know what pumpernickel means? Well, I know that it's a uh, process, like a like a fermentation. No, the actual name pumpernickel means devil's fart. Oh my God, you're kidding me! (laughs) F A R T. That is F A R T. Hilarious! Wow, devil's fart makes me love it even more, Sarah Loman. I know it's funny, isn't it? (laughs) I love the flavor of devil's fart. Apparently.